Welcome to the Business of You podcast. I'm your host, Belinda, and I'm an intuitive business mentor. We are going to be talking all things strategy, intuition, human design, and gene keys so that you can have a business that is quintessentially you, designed by you, for you, to achieve your very own version of success. Hi there, friends. Uh, Today, I want to share with you three beliefs to take with you into your next season of business. Um, And these are three beliefs that I'm taking with me. So let's just jump in. The first belief that I'm taking with me into the next season of business is that I'm resilient and creative and I have incredible bounce back ability. Now, my kids introduced me to the word bounce back ability. They had this teacher when they were in prep who talked to them about about bounce back ability. And it's the ability to bounce back. It's pretty much exactly what it sounds like there. And I just thought, like when they were telling me about bounce back ability, I was just like, wow, what a great concept. And so, you know, I have embraced bounce back ability. And one of the things that I've looked at as I look back over my life is this resilience and creativity and bounce back ability and using that combination to unlock incredible things. Now, this is a this is a belief that I've been taking on because I've seen it to be true so much in my life. I've collected a lot of evidence um, where I have used creativity and bounce back ability to create incredible things, to, to manifest incredible things. And I, I'm talking about even manifesting the surgeries that I wanted for my breast cancer in timeframes that I wanted, um, you know, and to access funds and all sorts of things that just when we first found out about my cancer, that just did not seem possible. Um, And when I've told people about, you know, how long it took to get the surgery and the surgery that I had and the way that it happened, they're just kind of like, whoa, how did, like, that's impossible. So taking that with you, like, look for, and, you know, I always love to have evidence on these things, Um, look for evidence in your life of where you have been resilient and creative like really look for places where you have found creative solutions because I think trusting ourselves to be creative and to be resilient helps us to take more risks and to be more willing to change things Um, and I have to say the one one of the things that cancer has given me is the ability to believe that it kind of doesn't matter what the universe throws at me um I'm gonna deal with it like I I probably like I'm not gonna lie I, I still have a lot of fear but I also have a belief that whatever comes my way I'm gonna handle it and I'm gonna find going to find a solution and Often, and to know that when I when I kind of say, okay, I want a solution, it comes. It doesn't have to be. A, in the past, often I thought that the way that I got these things, and I, you know, I've had cool stuff happen to me. I am not going to lie. Um, you know, I got a 
full scholarship to boarding school, which was what I wanted, um, but I didn't get it through the usual channels. The way that I got it was by writing letters to all of these schools. My parents used to go, I lived in the country. My parents used to get this newspaper called the Queensland Country Life. And I wrote to all of the schools who advertised in that paper, handwriting back in the day, and wrote letters asking, did they do scholarships? And then I got a phone call from a school saying, um, no, we don't do, you know, we don't have a scholarship program as such, but we're really interested in having you at our school because we're very interested in your commitment. You know, you've written these letters. How many schools did you write to? And that was actually how I got, it wasn't actually a scholarship, it was a bursary to go away to boarding school. And so you can see that even with that, the the states, the local school where I grew up had some challenges, to say the least. It was a very low socioeconomic area. Um, There were no other schools in the district. Um, And, you know, I knew from having older siblings that there were definitely some challenges um, in the education system there. So I knew that I wanted to have this good education. I also kind of wanted to get away from home. I had a pretty challenging childhood. Um, So... You know, I was so committed to having what I wanted that I was willing to think creatively and do something different to most people. So look for evidence of where you have been resilient and creative and you have shown bounce back ability and, you know, lock it in that you have those things. And I really believe that most of us do if we're willing to trust ourselves on it. And if you can believe that you've got it, it's going to get a heck of a lot easier to try different things. And if you want to create a business that is really tailored to you and that really supports you and your energy um, and that brings you joy, you're going to need to try something different, okay? You're, You're not going to be able to create I shouldn't say you're not going to be able to it's going to be very difficult to create that a business that's really tailored to you if you're not really willing to experiment with tailoring and customizing different ways of doing things so that's the first belief I want you to take with you is that you are resilient and creative that you have incredible bounce back ability and when you combine that you can unlock incredible things and look for the evidence that that's true The second belief that I'm taking with me is I'm allowed to ask for what I want. And that for me right now includes being able to make the amount of money doing work that I enjoy and talking about the things that I want to talk about. Um, In that last episode, last episode, a couple podcast episodes ago, I talked about how the thing that I most love in my business is that I get to talk about topics that really interest me. And so I'm really locking in on the fact that I get to ask for what I want. I get to ask to be really well paid, to have conversations and talk about things and create resources for things and help women to do things that are just really damn interesting to me. And this is an interesting one, I think. So 
my son is really good at asking for what he wants. He's so capable. You know, he will have a crack at it every day of the week. You know, we have a rule here that they can have an ice cream after school on Friday. I buy, I buy ice cream. I put it in the freezer. It's for Friday afternoon. But he will have a crack any old day of the week. I have had him get in the car on a Monday afternoon and say, Hey, mum, so what flavor ice cream am I having today? And it, the confidence just nearly tricked me into giving him an ice cream. I said, oh, well, I bought it. And I was like, oh, hey, hang on. No, it's not ice cream day. Friday is ice cream day. Today is Monday. And he just laughed and was like, oh, well, it's worth a shot. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, kid. So I think, you know, we get to ask for what we want. And I actually often get really triggered by my son asking for what he wants um, and he asks very unapologetically because as a kid and I'm sure I'm not the only one who can relate to this I was not encouraged to ask for what I want we were very much brought up in the way that was you'll get what you get and you won't complain about it. So if we were very much discouraged from asking for what we want and I think that a lot of us carry that with us into our adulthood. It's that we are only allowed to ask for a certain amount. We're only allowed to ask for things that are sensible. And I think this belief that we don't get to ask for what we want really does keep women, um, particularly because I think uh, there's some societal stuff here, um, We it does hold us back in things where we feel like we should have enough um, you know, I remember very clearly being told you as a kid, you should just be grateful for what you've got. And, you know, this insinuation that there's something wrong with us if we want more than what we have, you know, we can absolutely be grateful for what we have and still desire more. And the only way for us to have, you know, this more that we desire is to be willing to believe that it is possible for us and to ask for it. Whether And that's not necessarily asking other people for it, but sometimes it's asking ourselves. Sometimes it's asking the universe. Sometimes it's just asking. Just like, okay, you know what? Could I have this thing? And being able to go, yeah, you know what? I'm going to have a crack. You know, take a lesson out of my son's book. I'm going to have a crack and I'm going to ask for an ice cream on Monday. Uh, whereas for this, it might be, and I think particularly if we have a successful business, a business that is making money, but we're not particularly enjoying it, we do feel like we should just put up with it because that's a pretty good thing and most people want what we have, right? So say, let's go back to ice cream examples. Say I say to the kids, you know what, this week I've got plain vanilla ice cream. But my son will say, I don't want plain vanilla ice cream. I want the fancy ones that come, you know, in the cone or on the stick. I want one of those. So he's willing to go, yeah, okay, like ice cream is good, but like plain ice cream is good, but I want the ice cream on a stick. So, you know, <laughs> it's not that, well, actually, sometimes it does feel like he is ungrateful for the normal ice cream, but he's willing to say, yeah. I, I mean, I do like ice cream in a bowl, but I want the ice cream on a stick. So just being able to articulate it with kind of no shame attached to it and with a certain degree of faith and at the very least 
a certain degree of possibility um, is an incredibly powerful thing. So, you know, for I've done a lot of deconditioning and releasing work around um, not being able to ask for what I want. So for me, taking that belief with me um, is not as onerous as it could be if it was something that I hadn't done that work on. Um, so take that belief with you. Have it, you know, have a feel of it. How does it feel to say it out loud? I'm allowed to ask for what I want. I'm allowed to expect what I want, right? Hi there, just a brief interruption from me to remind you to stay until the end of this episode because if you are feeling drained by your business, I am trialing a new offer at a pretty crazy daisy price that will help you to identify one simple tweak that will bring more joy back into your business. So stay tuned to the end of the episode to hear more about that. Okay, the third one. It's okay if it's messy. There is magic in the mess. Again, I think that we're often taught that mess is bad or lazy or something. Um, Mess is often, what's the word, like is it vilified? Like it's the baddie, right? Mess is the baddie. And so we attach a certain amount of shame to mess. And because I think in the online space, what we're seeing is a lot of the pretty and the shiny and the successful. And I will talk about this you know, until I stop talking about this. (laughs) And that is that, you know, we see so many people sharing this authenticity, this real life, you know, but they're only showing the pretty parts of it. So we're not seeing the messy parts of it, which can make us think that there are no messy parts to it. And I just do not believe that for a minute. There is mess and there is magic in the mess too. And when you read about, I am a complete nerd. Um, I've read quite a bit about like nerdy brain stuff. And it's often is the mess is when new stuff is created, right? The mess is when you combine two things and something new is created. When you... A lot of new products come about because of the mess. I can't remember what this product was when I was studying something in my MBA. We were learning about this product. It might have been even like Play-Doh or something. Um, And it was, you know, someone had created this thing that just didn't work the way that it should. Um, And so it was just this messy kind of failure type thing. And then their kids came along and started playing with it and they loved it. And that was when they went, ooh, maybe this kind of messy, faily type thing actually has the potential to be something different and better. So they found some magic in that mess. There's also a book that I read that talks about, um, you know, like the chaos, like they've how people have created amazing things from chaos. There was a band in the 70s. They're a really famous band and I can't remember who they are. And they were creating an album and maybe it was Queen. 
or Led Zeppelin. Anyway, they were creating an album and they did it kind of, they were mucking around for ages with just no structure. They were just in there and just recording. And from that, there came, they created this album that became like a hit, like just one of the best-selling albums of all time. And it's, you know, it's honestly, it's a band that we all know. Um, and it, they created something that was very new, very different, and it became very iconic. So that is the next thing that I'm taking with me is that it's okay if it's messy. There is magic in the mess. And, you know, go do it. Make a mess. <laughs> I'm a messy person. So, um, and I think that you know, for someone like me who is messy and disorganized, we really, I have had a lot of shame around that messiness and disorganization. And I have to say a few weeks ago, uh, maybe last episode, I was talking about my client who was the professional organizer who has this incredible gift for normalizing the way that different people's brains work and the different ways they need to be organizing. And my conversations with her have been such a gift to me as a person because it really helped me to see that there is nothing wrong with me for being messy. It's just the way that my brain works. And I see it to be really interesting um, how often we're made to be wrong for being messy or disorganized people. And I try so hard not to do it to my kids. But yes, I often do rouse at them for being messy and disorganized because it's inconvenient to me. Um, so just remember that. So if you've been kind of shamed or made to feel bad for mess and disorganization, remember that's probably someone else's projection because it's inconvenient to them. But in fact, really cool stuff can come from that messy phase, right? Um, you kind of got to get into the mess to let the creative new thing happen. So if you want a new era in your business, you, you're going to have to get in the mud. You're going to have to let a little bit of mess happen and see what comes from that. Okay, so there are three beliefs that I think are really powerful and supportive as you go into your next era in business. And they are, I am resilient and creative. I have strong bounce back ability and I can use these to create incredible things. I'm allowed to ask for what I want and it's okay if it's messy. There is magic in the mess. Okay, so that is it for this week. I hope you have enjoyed it. Again, if you're wanting to book into that um, five days to more joyful and energizing business, um, it's five days with me in Voxer. You get a business satisfaction audit and five days in Voxer with me where I will ask you very intuitively led questions to help you identify the one small change that you can make in your business so that you have clarity and you can start moving forward to have more joy and more, you know, have a more energizing business, um, send me an email, Belinda at betterthanbusy.com, or send me a DM on Instagram, Belinda Gill underscore in business, and just let me know that you are interested. Thank you very much, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Business of You podcast. 
come and chat with me on Instagram at Better Than Busy and ask me your questions. Tell me what you loved about this episode. And if you want to help assist out and share this on Instagram, tell the world what you loved about this episode, tag me. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player and leave a review. 